John Janarone, Editor-in-Chief, Publisher, IPO Edge, and Santosh Rayo, Head of Research, Manhattan Venture Partners. Thank you both for being with us. I was reading all about Airbnb and the expectations. Obviously, this was something we had expected to uh, see early on. Um, what's interesting is that they pushed it back, but now it's looking like it might be sooner than later. Um, so let's start with you. Uh, give me your thought, please, on uh, what you think is going on here. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I, yes, I, please. I think, yeah, I think this, this is a high Nicole. This is a perfect time to come out. Uh, I think Airbnb, uh, it was very well telegraphed that they wanted to do an IPO. They would have preferred last year, but I think everything got pushed out. So we knew they were going to do an IPO this year. The pandemic kind of slowed it down, but this is great. This is a perfect time. Uh, their staffing levels are right. They've beefed up their balance sheet. And more important, the demand side has improved. They've seen uh, green shoots already. The drive to accommodations plays right into their hands. Uh, and uh, the outside world is opening up more more. So I think all these add up to where Airbnb, it's in, it's in Airbnb's sweet spot, basically, and they're ready for it. So you're talking about the listing that they're seeing, you're bullish on the company's outlook. John, do you agree on what's going on here? Are you seeing that uh, this is much of the same? Well, not exactly. I mean, I respect Santosh's view. And in fact, I think this may very well be a good company. I'm just not so sure about the timing. The trouble that I have is uh, from the numbers we can read that are out there right now, sure, they're seeing a little bit of improvement, you know, especially in the countryside. The numbers are good because people have gotten out of the city and they're escaping these crowded areas because of the pandemic. But the issue with an IPO, and this is just really a, uh, a technicality um, based on the SEC rules, is you can't really give any forward projections. So it's going to be hard for them to get out there and talk about what 2021 is going to be like. And that's what we really care about, because right now, Business stinks, and they also don't have that much cash, and that's one of the reasons why they're doing this right now. If you go back to April, these guys did a billion-dollar capital raise from Silver Lake at 12%. They want to get rid of that and swap in some equity capital, but I just don't think that the timing is ideal. And another thing is that they would need a very, very big IPO to get what they need. I mean, we're talking about 4 or $5 billion. That would be the biggest of the year, and I just don't see that happening right now. If you look at the successful regular way IPOs this year, there are businesses that have been very resilient, certainly not ones that got turned completely on their heads. So I'm, I'm more skeptical. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand what you're saying. I mean, you make a good point. Uh, Santosh, what do you think about what John's saying? Because this was a company that at one point was, I think it was valued at $31 billion and, you know, was soaring, had so much cash on hand. And then after COVID hit, went down to, you know, bookings were down 90% plus. But again, is this truly maybe one of the biggest IPOs of 2020 when it comes to light here? Yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, he's he's right. The guest, the other guest is right. But I think you have to look at the bigger picture. Yes, everyone got hit. Uh, and so you really can't put that against them. Yes, I mean, they had to uh, get their balance sheet. They had to raise some money, but that's fine. They didn't know how deep this was going to be. So everything fell apart. But considering all that, I think they're standing. They will come back. The business is good overall. Yes, it's slow. It's going to pick up. So you, okay, you need a longer term horizon. Maybe you're not going looking for a big hit, but you know this is the right time. Just get in 
and uh, just watch the market grow as the world opens up. They have an advantage over the brick and mortar hotels. It's a asset light business, very uh, low fixed cost. So all that plays into it. Yes, you may not get a great multiple, but I think you'll come out there and you will grow. Uh, the good part is a lot of uh, growth is ahead. It's unlike the other IPOs in the past where all the growth was already before the IPO. Here, you get the benefit of doubt. There's a lot of growth ahead for yeah. you. Come back in and then take advantage of that. Yeah. And, you know, John, when I was looking, I mean, obviously a slew of names to watch that are coming down the pipeline from Palantir to DoorDash. But, John, I know you've been watching some names that have uh, hit the door recently, and that's Canoe and Digital Media Solutions. Tell me about some of the IPO names that you've been watching. I mean, this is your specialty anyway. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Thanks, Nicole. So uh, really quickly, so Digital Media Solutions is a really interesting one, and I think it's it's kind of gone off the radar. Everyone knows that digital advertising has a lot of uh, structural tailwinds, but what I like about these guys, as someone who's in the media business myself, is that they offer clients payment based on success, as in actually winning new business. And they're only really able to do that because something they've built since they were founded in 2012, where they own a lot of their own websites, and they've also collected years and years of data on hundreds of millions of customers. And so as you can see there, it's trading down. So I think that there's a real opportunity here at 13 times EBITDA. That is way less than some of the comps that are out there. So I think this one you should would be really good to, um, to take advantage of at these levels. Um, if you want to go to the next one. Yeah, we showed I, some of the other ones. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, we had Lemonade up there, we had the Warner Music one, we had a few of them. Final thought on some of the one that, ones that are yeah. already out, well, John, because I want to get to Santosh. Especially because of uh, today having um, um, uh, Xpeng, the big, big Chinese uh, EV, uh, EV story. Uh, another one that is not getting quite as much attention that I covered earlier this week is Canoe. So this went public through a SPAC, uh, just like uh, Schultz is doing with Clever Leaves, your previous guest. And this one, I think, has got a real opportunity, but it doesn't have the Robinhood guys chasing it. So it's still trading at a reasonable level. But what these guys have is an engineer who was at BMW for 30 years who has serious chops. They already have a license agreement with Hyundai. This is a real business. And what I like about it more than anything, Nicole, is that their opportunity is in commercial last mile delivery. There's an immense need for this sort of thing. Everyone you can think of from Walmart to Target, Amazon, they all need to do very short, short distance Fuel, uh, fuel or cost-efficient deliveries. And these vehicles, while they may not be the sexiest-looking cars from a consumer perspective, are designed ideally for that. So I think if you keep an eye on this one and you mm. see a contract announcement, I mean, this could okay. double in, 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 no, in no time. Yeah, especially once people start to hear more about it. I mean, you as the editor-in-chief of IPO Edge, I mean, you know more about some of these stocks than even some of us do. Santosh, what do you think about what's coming down the pipeline? Everything, I saw a lot of tech names. Um, DoorDash is on there, Palantir Tech, uh, Data um, Platform, Snowflake, Asana. I mentioned DoorDash already. Tell me more. I know Ant is something I was watching. Tell me, Santosh, what do you think about the IPO environment going forward? Do any of those names excite you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we've been uh, investors in Palantir. My company, my asset management side has been. Uh, so that's a good. And DoorDash is a best of breed in the delivery business, uh, which is more than food delivery. It's became, becoming, it's expanding their uh, their revenue sources. So that's another good business. Asana is good. So it's essentially all these software companies exposed to cloud, uh, exposed to uh, data management, security, uh, the gaming aspect of it. So all these companies are sweet spot there. Yes, demand has been pulled forward. 
But they've seen that uh, investors like this, all the traditional or the older ones have run up quite a bit. So I'm there, these, pe these companies will be very well received uh, when they come out because there is demand for these, uh, these types of uh, products. You know, and I know we're waiting on Airbnb. I was just looking at something like Expedia. I guess it's similar, right? Year to date down about 10%, but months to date up 20%. And we will wait on news here and more details on Airbnb as they develop. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Great conversation. We looked at a lot of names here. John Janarone, Editor-in-Chief, Publisher, IPO Edge. Santosh Rayo, Head of Research, Manhattan Venture Partners. Great conversation, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Good luck at all these IPOs, direct listings. Things.